ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. G'day, I'm Matt Brand. The Northern Territory's largest banana farm is located at Lambles Lagoon in Darwin's rural area. And last year it supplied about 80% of the bananas sold in the major supermarkets of Darwin, Catherine and Nullumboy. This year, if all goes to plan, the farm will produce about 100% of the top end's banana needs. To learn more about this expansion and to learn more about the farm, I went along and caught up with manager Mark Smith. How you going, Matt? I'm Mark from Darwin Fruit Farms. We're at the pack and shed at the moment. You can see the bunches coming in on the gantry. They've just been picked from out in the paddock, been through a washer. They'll spin around and they'll take the hands off them, put them in a bath. We'll cluster them and, and grade them and pack them in, in for market, yeah. What makes a great banana? Well, something that's grown up here is always great, but uh, you, well, you, great banana is, is something that's um, clean, sweet, got a good shelf life. And size? Uh, size, our bunches vary a little bit, depends on what side of the plantation we're coming from. The plant fruit's a little bit smaller, but this return fruit's um, quite big. We do prune our bunches back to make them pretty even so they travel well on the trailer and the top, top hands fill out a little bit more and get a bit more length in those fingers. Now this farm is already the Territory's biggest banana farm but you are working to produce even more bananas. Can you tell us about that? Oh look, well, our goal for, for this farm is to produce 100% local bananas for the, for the year. Uh, we're working our way onto that. We've uh, increased plantings from late last year right through to try and uh, try and be self-sufficient. For the top end? Only for the top end, yeah. Our bananas go from Catherine to Gove and all the, all the major chain stores up here. And hence why in recent times when we've had a few days of supermarket shelves looking very bare because roads have been cut or the rails being cut, um, people might have noticed that they could go into a supermarket and, and at the very least there were bananas, your bananas. Yeah, look, they're a very popular item, but yeah, we're only 40, 50 k's down the track, so our bananas are probably the freshest in Australia when you get them off the supermarket shelves. They've got um, basically picked, packed and put in the cool room, then they're ripe and delivered to store, so they don't have to travel all over the country. So when are you expecting to, to reach that target of meeting 100% of the top end's banana needs? Look, that's a difficult question because obviously um, weather conditions and, and uh, we are dealing with Panama, so it varies a little bit, but we'll be striving this year to try and do 100% local. Whether we do or not, it'll be very close. And as you mentioned, you're doing all of this while also battling Panama disease, a disease that's been on this farm for a long time now. Can you remind our audience on, on how you do it? Well, Panama we've had for, I think it was about 98 or something that came on this farm, it's a fungus, a soil-borne fungus, and once you get it, you don't get rid of it. So it's endemic in the top end now. So in that, it kills bananas. And what we do is we rotate the paddocks very quickly. We only get sort of two returns of a plant crop and a first return out of these bunches. Then we move on. The idea of that is so that um, we don't build the inoculum too much into that paddock, that when we go back in there, it's actually shrunk down enough that we don't get smacked straight away. So we try and leave those um, bays fallow for as long as we can. So you're sort of pushing down banana plants and growing new ones very quickly here? Yeah, all the time. We, uh, the last few months we've been planting every fortnight, weather permitting. Um, so it's about 2,500 plants a fortnight 
just to try and keep it up. Yeah, so it's a it's a different way of growing bananas, and we're always turning fruit and bud blocks back in and planting new ones. It's what we do. It's part of our regime now. While also picking bananas. Oh yes, that happens 52 weeks a year. We pick every week. You're like a dairy farmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without the cows. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's just one of those things that you know. It is. It's. It's something that once you plant a banana. It's not a seasonal thing, it's a cycle thing. So, yeah, you put it in the ground, you're going to get a bunch eventually. And can you explain to us how that compares to a banana farm in eastern Australia that doesn't have to worry about that disease? Well, traditionally, you probably, you know, you can leave bananas in the ground indefinitely if you wanted to. They just get all over the place. So to keep most, most of we used to go six to eight years in the ground before we had to replant. The only reason we did replant was the fact that um, things got a bit untidy or got a bit of damage and fall out and stuff like that so yeah it's gone from six years to 18 months pretty well and at one stage in terms of thinking of the challenges that this farms face at one stage you lost all of the bananas during the banana freckle period yeah that's correct we i think it was um 2015 or something like that we we've never had freckle on the farm but we had a lot more fruit then and we knocked a lot in the ground and it took a while to get established we had to go two years uh, two wet seasons without any fruit in the ground to break that cycle and um, yeah unfortunately it raised its head again a few years a couple of years ago and uh, we still freckle free so it's good yeah it's something you'll in the back of your mind all the time and so how's that going to make you feel when you reach that target of a hundred percent of the top ends banana supply oh look that's that's great it's 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 harder than it sounds but um, we're working pretty close to to doing that now and I think it'd be great it'll be that's that's what a goal we're sort of trying to achieve and you've been on this farm for over two decades now yeah. what do you love about bananas oh I don't know much else probably that's about it but <laughs> yeah I've done uh, bananas all my life all my working life so it sort of gets into your blood and yeah, I like the lifestyle hard work and a bit frustrating sometimes and you can see how the banana industry's evolved in the last even 10 years it's it's crazy you know so but yeah, it's, it's inter always interesting and a good place to work. And looking to the future, I mean, here we are with beautiful Cavendish bananas. Do you think Australians will still be eating Cavendish in, I don't know, 30 years' time? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, d I suppose it depends a little bit on disease and, and what happens. Like, there's no resistance to the Panama Tropical Race 4 in the Cavendish variety, so it's pretty well established all around the world now so that's going to make a big impact on the Cavendish banana obviously you can still grow them you just have to modify how you grow and hopefully by that same time there'll be a commercially viable resistant variety that can take the place of Cavendish. Thanks for your time on the country Howard. No worries Matt. Yeah big thanks to Mark Smith from Darwin Fruit Farms which is owned by Premier Fresh Australia and that farm, home to the Territory's largest banana plantation. So the farm's on track to have 60 hectares of bananas, which I'm told would be capable of producing around 2,500 tonnes of bananas every single year. And Mark tells me that any excess bananas will be sold interstate into supermarkets in South Australia and Victoria.